Hi, Tom. Hi, Steve. You guys are so funny. Have a great show. It's totally wicked. Everybody to a special edition of Masters of Profundication. I have a special guest with me today. Steve can't be here, but uh, recording nonetheless. And I'm here with an absolute living legend in my circles. Uh, Linwood Rideout is with me, and um, he might need a little bit of an explanation, but once we get going, you won't need to have it explained to you at all. Uh, he's a a, a genuine person, a uh, a legend in my mind, and um, well, let's just get it going. How's it going? Hey, thanks for inviting me along. This has been a crazy ride. <laughs> of course. Yes. Uh, for anybody that's uninitiated, um, Linwood um, worked with me for a little while. Uh, we were able to work together um, pretty closely and had some fantastic conversations and Hopefully, we'll get an opportunity to continue those conversations here a little bit. Maybe give the folks a taste. Yes. Um, so, what have you been up to lately? I've uh, just been working crazy. I've got, uh, as you are, I've gotten debt-free. Excellent. And, and in uh, hoping in five years to retire. Oh, wow. Isn't that wild? That is. That's that's amazing. I'm not going to be able to just retire after five years, but I I'm a little older than you. Well, a little bit. What uh, What are your retirement plans? Uh, there, uh, I like to keep things open. Okay. But I used to work overseas. All right. And one of the uh, organizations I worked for was uh, YWAM, Youth with Emissions, mm-hmm. and uh, they have ships in hawaii oh yes and if you live on the ships in the hawaii they uh uh when you're not on the ship they bought a like a small motel on the water Mm -hmm. for the uh, staff to live in and uh you go on these ships and they go to different islands providing medical care and um and sometimes it takes two months to get out to these islands you know oh they go through chains and stuff yep and um providing medical care and that's awesome that is that and, is really awesome and the thing about that because i've worked in other countries but when i retire my uh i'll still be in the united states in hawaii and my medicare will kick in oh excellent they'll use it so uh well so that's a possibility let me um, let me talk to you about some of the projects. Um, I'll start with maybe a couple of the ones that we've we've done together. Um, tell me about the Prime Cut Society. Oh, that, that was it was one of my highlights. Yeah, um, and I'll always remember. I I still remember those days. I think about it. Um, we well, had. Yeah, let's let's tell everybody what the Prime Cut Society is. Yes, well, we had um, we have a belief in uh, in pr- providing a high quality cuts of meat, mm-hmm. and there are certain ways of developing that. And we don't believe in just going to a store and and buying a no name farm product, no name cow. Yes, um, because their uh, ob- object of raising the animal is, is as cheaply as possible, yet to make as much money as they can. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're totally opposite on the other end, because we believe the more you put into an animal, the more you get out. That's right. Flavor and texture and stuff. And Step one is naming the animal. Yes. <laughs> yes, we had, uh, and you know, we—I believe we named our uh, calf um, Prime Rib. <laughs> yep. And, I know. Uh, 
yeah uh, yeah i had so. some uh i had some cow named t-bone yes tenderloin yes we had uh we and we also had lambs lambs the bounding yeah. lambs you yes ma- so. you have to make sure that the uh the, the lambs don't start bounding and then they're very hard to round up aren't yeah. they yes and uh i remember <laughs> i had the lambs first and then we went and you helped bring the uh calf yeah thunderstruck and, was the name of that calf yeah and it was chasing the the lambs around or maybe i no it was i had the calf first and then i brought the lambs by myself and i was gonna just drop them off and then go to work <laughs> and all of a sudden when i put the cat the lambs in there the calf started charging both lambs and here I'm trying to prevent damage to our product. Mm-hmm. And I yep. ended up having to uh, tie the calf to the fence post, mm-hmm. which was right next to the water and stuff. So he had plenty, you know, uh, but uh, and prevent him from killing the lambs that I just paid for. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got, got back from work, working that shift, he had gone out of his uh, halter, but they had become uh, lifelong friends. Yeah. Well, yes, their life. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you remember when we dropped the calf off. It, uh, it th- There was a sign at the place that said, enjoy your stay. <laughs> I remember it stepping Something on your like foot. That. Yes, that happened occasionally because I, I would walk the calf to keep it halter trained. Yep. You know, which was very important for us because we'd been able to control the animal. That's but right. um that animal was huge once we were ready to bring it. And delicious. Delicious. And I would say we bought it at about six months and then we had it for another six months maybe. Yeah. And so it was a year old calf. It sure so, was. And that's the key. The key is not letting the animal get too old. Uh, that was another key because of the um, once they get puberty, like uh, uh, a lamb uh, will send off hormones into the meat and change the taste of the meat. So timing on every animal is very crucial on when mm-hmm. to to have it processed. And it's something within the Prime Cut Society that we take seriously. Yes. And maintain a perfectly tasting and textured meal experience. Animal. Exactly. <laughs> um, and okay. We f- fed it the best food too. Oh yeah, top of the line. Yeah. Um Tell me about uh, what whatever ended up happening with. I'm a little disappointed to say that I, I was part of this and then not part of it. Specter Inspectors did that. Well, do you remember Specter Inspectors? I I'm trying to remember. What was that about? <laughs> well, Specter Inspectors. Uh, we explored the, um, the paranormal, which oh, I yeah. don't. I don't want to give away yes. too much at the beginning of this episode. Yes. Yeah. However, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, there's quite a bit of um, quite a bit of that talk upcoming. Well, well, that's a good segue. Because... All right. Let, then, then let's let the cat out of the bag. Linwood yeah. um, is uh, he. I guess he's in tuned with the paranormal yeah. and I'll leave it. I'll let you explain. Could you be one of the indigo children? <laughs> Maybe, but I, <laughs> I, I need to tell the listeners I'm, I'm, I'm the Josh Gates in the mind. Now, <laughs> for those who don't know Josh Gates, he's a famous um, cable TV host that travels the world looking for for uh, mysteries and stuff. Mm-hmm. He, um, I believe, he was the first to go to Chernobyl looking for ghosts. Oh, in that radiated. This is amazing. This guy goes everywhere. Well, mm-hmm. I don't have the money of the these big cable companies sending me. And he went to the uh, Himalayas looking for Bigfoot. Yeti. This is, Yeti, mm-hmm. this guy goes all over the world. 
So I've had to scale it down a little. And, your, uh, your operation has to be a little bit smaller scale than, yes, say, somebody I'm, that's climbing. Uh, I'm, I am a very cheap person. Oh, well, that you, you're debt-free, and you did not yes. get debt-free on accident. So Exactly. And I could go on forever about debt because I have – that could be another topic, but I won't. But I'm going to let you in on a little secret mm -hmm. of how I've discovered how I come up with these ideas. Oh. And this is uh, – goes back to the uh, um, the Mayans. Ooh. Yes. I didn't know we were going to get into some Mayan talk. Well, the, the, the thing is – this is uh, this is just as a background of how I come up with these things. Okay. You know, I have since I can't get to these places without spending any money that I don't like to spend. Right. It's it's tough to get to these remote locations where you may have to, I don't know, witness like. But I will spend money on animals to get a better tasting food. Yes. Yes, that's the Prime Cut Society. Now yes. we're on to Spectre and Spectres. Yes, yes. So uh, so I take photos of the object. Let's say it's uh, takes uh, it's at a beach. You know, oh, okay. this mystery's at a beach. So I'll, I'll uh, open the windows so I get a breeze. Mm -hmm. I, I get a, a little container of water and sand so I can put my feet in the sand mm -hmm. and I get some uh, uh, audio sound of the waves flowing. Wait a second. Oh. Can, can, can I just... So you're indoors? Indoors. Well, so yeah. It you, can be outdoors too, but it's well, easier uh, to... I'm just trying to picture. So you bring in a container of sand and water to put your water feet in. to put my to, feet in. So To simulate so can, the beach. Yes. Okay. All right. And all right. and and the sounds, and then they they uh, then I close and I start thinking of this of this uh, mystery and mm -hmm. and that, the mines. That just seems like you're trying to relax. That's yeah. Well, the uh, the mines have a word for it. I believe they call it daydreaming. Oh, okay. Have you heard? The ancient. It's an yeah. ancient Mayan technique to of, to to put yourself in that position okay all right is there a, that's the mayan word yes daydreaming okay you didn't know that i didn't this is actually the first time i've heard of it yes yes so um they have a night dreaming but i never remember what happens during the night dreaming so not very effective if you're trying no, to solve so I, mysteries I stick to the daydreaming yep and uh this new uh so i'd like to tell you this is going to blow your mind. My mind is already at Twitter. I know. I know. It blew my mind. Mm-hmm. All right. I have to tell you straight out. Mm-hmm. Do you have loved ones on the other side that yes. you would love to talk to? Yes. Yes. I do, too. When yep. I was working with you, I lost my mother. Mm -hmm. Loved her dearly. Yes. Think and of her all the very time. Very sorry for that, Yim. Yes. And um, I said to myself, well, is there a way I can talk to her? And I said, you know, there's the mediums. That's the mm -hmm. original. Yep. People would go to medium and yep. and um, and there's some really good ones on TV and stuff. Uh, but it's uh, but I was thinking, I don't know uh, how much I trust that. Right. I mean, they're just in it for the publicity. Well, whatever. I don't want to put anybody down. Okay. Yeah, don't. I won't. I won't. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, that's. Um, and then there's like Thomas Edison. Uh, Edison. And then there was. Um, Wait a second. You spoke with Thomas Edison? Well, the whole thing is he was working on a spirit phone. Oh, oh okay. So this is the spirit phone. Okay. Is this where you can take a picture? of a spirit of somebody who is dying well he was developing a phone to actually talk okay oh, all right to the spirits okay now this uh, um and he's not the only one that's tried to do this too mm -hmm. and using electronics to, to speak to the dead mm -hmm. but i said to myself and, and and i'm not one to uh, to, uh use the word uh let's see um i'm not too electronic about it 
things, you know, making things. Mm-hmm. So that didn't really fit into me as much. Technologically inclined when it came to yeah, creating a, a device that would bridge the, the divide between the living and the dead. Yeah, I want something that the average person can do. Right, so like um, the Geek Squad at Best Buy. Yeah, So you exactly. can just, okay, all right. So you see where I'm going. I Yep, I'm following. Yeah, you so wanted it, to connect with the other side. Yes, and mm-hmm. what that barrier, and I've done a lot of research on this. Mm-hmm. And um, what types of research? Like, um, uh, I've researched, read many stories of people who've died and come back, who've like been to the other side. Oh, so people that, like, maybe maybe they died for a minute and the doctors brought them back, and or longer. There's some cases where people have been dead for longer. Like, than a, a, minute. like a minute and a half? Uh, I forget the, the, the longest that I've read, but... Um, Two minutes? It's sometimes... I, I can't really come up with... I, and I don't want to say... A week and a half. False. No, no. Maybe... Somewhere in between two minutes and a week and a half. Yes. Okay. Let's say that. Let's All be... Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, give us a broad range to work with here. I mean, sure, is, sure. I mean, so I had said, well, what if I was able to get hold of somebody who, um, who, who had maybe only two weeks left, mm-hmm. and I go to them and uh, and I show them a picture of my mother and I tell them, can you possibly try and contact her on the other side and send her a message? Can I stop you and ask you, is there like a directory of people with just a few weeks to live? Is it like, where would you go for the information? Hospice house. Oh, okay. So you'd you'd go to a hospice house, introduce yourself and say, would anybody, I know you're dying. Yeah. Uh, Would anybody care to see a picture of my mother? And if you bump into her in the afterlife... Yes. You've heard this message. That's that's where we are right yeah. there. Okay. Okay. Well, now is a good time to let you know that my lawyer has said that I shouldn't really say whether I have restraining orders at the <laughs> hospice house or not. Okay. But uh, all I'm saying is uh, I'm not going to any hospice house anytime soon. All right. Okay. And, okay. And you know. Enough said. And That's I, all I can say. You, okay, so what 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 success did you have? Well, the thing is, there's good and bad about the hospice. I mean, people dying. There, there's really nothing good about people dying. But the, the in if you needed to get a message, what I'm trying to do. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. The 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 good thing is they're there for multiple for as long as they want forever. So they have plenty of time to track down my mother. In the afterlife, they basically eternity is what. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The the. You uh, would assume that if somebody were up and about and moving around the afterlife, I mean, you wouldn't want to go find like the laziest person, almost ready to die, and then say, you know, you want to find a go-getter. You want to find a social person. You want to find somebody that is going to be up and moving about the afterlife in a way that they would put themselves in a position to bump into yeah. well, somebody you're uh, trying to contact. I There's a saying that goes with this. Mm-hmm. Beggars can't be choosy. Is that a Mayan term? Yes. Another Mayan thing. Yeah. But uh, so the negative side is uh, the uh, you don't know if they ever find them because they don't come back. True. This is this is I can see where this is turning into like a little bit of a downside. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Another mind. That's like those scientists that like would then they'd go to the people that were getting ready to face the guillotine and they'd say, Listen, we wanna know how long your head lives after your head is chopped off. Yes. Would you blink until you can't blink any further? And then the head gets chopped off and the person doesn't blink and then the, the scientists are left up to Tried to determine yes. was this person just not participating in our science project yeah. because yeah, exactly. because of animosity towards the fact that we were chopping off their head. Yes, I can see that. So you wouldn't yeah. know. D- 
did this person make it to the afterlife, bump into my significant other or my family member or somebody I was trying to contact? Did they get the message? You are looking for a way to get that message to the other side. Yes. And, uh, and one of the things that I learned in my study is once you get to the other side, you know, before you die, you know, your concern is maybe your family and stuff here on earth. But once you get to heaven, those concerns are no longer there. They're not like, from what I've read, their concern is gone on what's happening on earth. Not that they don't love you, but mm-hmm. they just, uh, the, uh, the love that they receive, they get they get a lot of positive stuff there. How and, do they receive that love? Is uh, it via likes, like Facebook likes, or is there some sort of like? Well, how I don't do they think calculate? there's Facebook up there. If it would, it'd be oh, a I lot easier to get I hold mean, of. Oh well, that's that's yeah. true. That's true. The, yeah. Facebook, I imagine, would be the app of choice yeah. for heavenly sure. bodies. I mean, yes. Instagram, well, maybe. I guess. I don't know. I I'm not. I don't know them. Snap, Snapchat. I, if you could get Snapchat filters yeah. from between the material world and you know purgatory, let's yeah. just say once you get to heaven you don't care, but when you're in that in between, uh, there there must be some you know I imagine that there'd be at least some way for somebody. Yeah. Oh, you know, crap! I just died, but I did I leave the oven on? You know that yeah. those the, you know what I mean. Like there should well, be I some way. Or they, you see, if the, if they have concerns before they get there, they'll hang around here. They're staying on Earth. Oh, so they're so you could come back as a ghost and then go check your oven. Yeah, you like, wouldn't. It, well, I'm saying that before they go on to heaven, they there might be something that keeps them here before they go to the light. They're, uh, uh, and that's where the ghosts come in. Okay, so if you're in heaven... So once you're there, I don't think... Yeah, you're not coming back, back as a ghost. You're not caring. You don't care. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, the, 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 the situation, once you're up there, they're uh, in heaven. They, they claim that there is no sun up there. It's God in himself is producing this light, this being is producing light and it's God. Okay, well that brings me uh, an interesting subject because on Earth, the sun is like this oppressive, you know, you want to see it in the sky like on a day at the beach, you want to see the sun, you want to feel its heat, but you don't want to get sunburned. Sure, like, sure. Like, are you getting, like, God sunburned, if that's the case? I don't if, think so. If you try and shade yourself from that light, are you then, like turning your back on God? Like, is that kind of... It seems kind of rude. Yeah, yeah. No, no. They, uh, there aren't things like sickness up there. Oh, so you wouldn't have to worry about, like, no, melanoma or anything? No, no, So, um, so the plus side, back to the plus side, you're there for eternity. It, and there was a woman who, who went to a hospital and she had an operation mm-hmm. and at night in the middle of the night something went wrong and she died and they oh didn't discover goodness. her right away like during the operation no it, it was after the operation it oh, was okay. in the middle of the night she was recovering okay and the nurses didn't check on her or something and she died and when she left her body her first thought was her kids of course. Yeah, I understand yeah. that completely, yeah. As as soon as she thought of her kids, she was instantly transported to where they were. Oh. So there was no traveling in between. You just went right there. And she saw that her husband had left, let the kids stay up. And she had told him that, you know, before this, make sure you put the kids to bed. Mm-hmm. I'm... I'm following this 100%. Like, that is abs. That is, I'm telling you right now, if that happened in my situation, my wife would instantly appear and say, There you go. Giving them the tablet, giving them the TV, giving them. Exactly. Yeah. So they bring her back to life. 
Um, and the uh, next day, the husband shows up and she says, why did you let the keep the kids up? And he says, even from the dead, you come back and <laughs> nag me. True story. So, yep. um, so that possibility of if you can remember the picture that I just showed you before you died of my mother, maybe just the thought of that would... I'd, and I don't know if that's the same way up in heaven. I know that's what happened down on Earth. Mm. But uh, there's there's that possibility. Now, I've evolved this theory to the second level. That's the B level. I'm, yeah, I'm, I love the second level. Whatever the second level is, I, I already love it. Yes. Well, wait till you hear about the A level. Oh, my goodness. Is that the, the third level? No, that's the first level. This is the top tier level. This may or may not solve the problem of not knowing if they get contacted or not. Okay. I'm all ears. All right. Well, you you are familiar uh, with a movie where the premise of the movie is uh, these people would uh, cause their uh, deaths only to... uh, But they were in a way that they could be brought back. The Beetlejuice. Whole, no, not Beetlejuice. It's the one where um, where they uh, purposely... Top, Top Gun. No. You're good with movies. I'm surprised. Oh, I know exactly what movie you're talking about. I'm just yeah. trying to get you to come up with it. Starts no, with no. an F. No. Ends with uh, an Urs. I don't Keeper know. Sutherland. Julia yeah. Roberts. Well... Flatliners. Flatliners. There you go. Um, what if we got somebody to flatline mm-hmm. but before we do that we give them the picture we tell them the message yep but there's the there's a good thing about that and the bad thing about that all right i'm i'm guessing i'm guessing the good thing is that it works and the bad thing is that it doesn't work well no the good thing is that you get a message back oh okay mm-hmm. you know cuz he they are coming back yep the second thing is they don't let you go all the way. What happens is a lot of times they say, well, if you you got a choice, they give you a choice. And they say, if you go any farther, maybe to a second level, I don't know if there's levels, but they say if you keep, keep going, you, that's it. You're not going mm-hmm. back. You have to make a choice now. Now, who... Who is on hand to provide these choices? Is the Grim Reaper? Is it? Well, it's it. No, it's Saint um, Paul. It's usually uh, loved ones that have passed away already. Oh, well, that might solve the problem right there. You could just say. Yeah, but they're not my. They're not my loved ones. They're, it's their right, loved but ones. then you could say, "Listen, I'm on. I'm, I'm doing this thing. I'm yeah. flatlining just for the just for fun." You know, yeah. I, I, I'm just for kicks. <laughs> well, just say I understand yeah. how insensitive for that science. may sound. That I've done this just for science, but you'll yeah. understand. Can you get this message and then give them the message so then they could take it back? Yeah. The thing is, now does it wait? Now do those people, if your loved ones are in heaven, do they come back for this occasion? Do, I'm, I'm unf- Is it loved ones that just didn't make it into heaven yet, or is there some sort of well, right. I don't want to. I yeah, I can't really go so much into uh, uh, the heaven and hell aspect. I have done some research um, with the hell aspect, but we right. I'm not trying to think about that right now. I mean, there. From what I've and and I'd have to go into another part of the story that would be lengthy. Okay. So, so I. T- I'm trying to just steer with heaven and see how. Um, uh, well, you let yeah. You wouldn't. I mean, you can just brush brush that over and just be like. But there is a, a from. There are people that go to hell and they well, talk. Nobody about I know. Nobody I know. Everybody I know, I know is a saint. I'm sure nobody at work are all angels. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nobody wants to admit they're going to hell. Well, I mean, there is like okay, so there's 
there's a special place in hell for people that talk at the movie theater. Those exactly. those people. Yes. There's okay. I got you. Those people yes. are maybe those not hell. People. Maybe not hell, but maybe they go somewhere that's they're obviously not cut out for going to the movies to, to the so, good stuff. Yeah. The good yeah. place. Good place, yeah. Yeah, that, I, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. So uh so let's get back on track here. We're yes. we're talking about uh this is something you're actively researching or is this something yeah, that Yeah, I well, I'm always researching things mm-hmm. when they come up. Gotcha. You know, if there's a uh and there are hundreds of of books on people's stories of of them uh, dying and coming back. I love reading about that. I you know each one is a little key or a little um, mm-hmm. dot in a painting that fills in the the picture. Oh, and what? How many dots have you filled in? I would say I I'm probably at thirty or forty percent of the picture. Oh, so by now you've got a, a you can at least this is see almost a lifetime. What the picture is? What's the picture that you're filling in? Yeah. What does it look like? Is it? It it's, it looks. Like, is it like some a, Van Gogh stuff, or it, it it looks pretty good. I mean, it's a place that I'd want to go. Oh, okay. Well, good. I tell you what, there's probably a place online, maybe Craigslist or Facebook yeah. Marketplace, that you could put out the message that you're looking for a flatliner group to. Yes. Like you know, maybe inquire. Maybe one know, of your listeners. Quite possibly. Yeah. Uh, pass that on. He passed it on. Uh, Linwood is looking for a group to put together to flatline somebody to take a message to the afterlife. Yes. How about that? And then we can move on. Let's talk about some of the other projects that you are working on, or at least you're researching. Um, I have another thing. You ready to have your mind blown again? Again? Because it's already... Okay. Were you blown from the last time? Yes. The last time... It it blew so much that I felt like I owed it money. Yes. I'll send you uh, my address. Okay. (laughs) All right. So... um, Uh, Just a tidbit of money. A tidbit? Of money. Okay. Uh, Okay. So I have a firm grip on my seat. I am sitting down, and I am ready to have my core rock. Yes. Do you like time travel? It's my favorite thing to do. I mean, we're constantly yes. doing it. I'm doing it right now. Yes. I mean, we're traveling at a normal, exactly. constant rate forward. That's so, what I'm saying. The We are all time travelers. Right and, now. And I said, you know, uh, before uh, this thought came to me, I said, you know, some people say, oh, I don't want to live past 80 or 90. There's a set number that they, they, they put on it and say, you know, I don't want to live past this this number because of my health or whatever. I say I want to live as long as possible to reach as far into the future mm-hmm. as I can. Mm-hmm. And um, the the um, situation is we have a way of controlling the speed. I'm Just intrigued think about that. How Just think of that? How do we control? I mean, I, aside from getting into a rocket ship and traveling near the speed of light. Yes. Or just going to space itself can speed things up, mm-hmm. but that's very expensive and I off the charts for me because I'm too cheap. You might as well, if you're gonna build a rocket ship and go into outer space, you might as well t- get a book a trip to the Himalayas. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And Ian Musk is my hero, so that's another story. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I know recently you've been working a ton of hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've slowed down recently, but yeah, yes. it's in the in the in the recent past. Now, now, tell me, before you did this, and during the time that you were working, so much. Excuse the barking. It is, um, do you have a dog that barks when the Terminators are near? Uh, I have a vicious German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Just that, like Sarah Connor. Yes, that's over a hundred pounds. And huge, and likes to bark at any sight or sound he can find. Yes, that. So, uh, very vicious dog. So, uh, but lovable, 
when he's not biting you. <laughs> and sometimes when he is. Yes. When he, when he gives exactly. you those eyes. Um, yes. Okay, so. So uh, I got over time. Over time. Okay. And Tell me, before and during, was there a change of speed in your time? Hey, stop that. You you need to pay attention to that because there could be a Terminator outside. Yeah. Well, if he is, he will be eaten very quickly because this dog's hungry. Okay, I'll let that go. So, yes. time travel. Um, yeah. Yes, I I yeah. believe that there is um, your concept of time is warped when you are staying awake longer hours. Yeah. Yet you're doing uh, the same thing over and over and over. So yeah. repetition, monotony, and overextending the amount of time that you're normally awake all change your perception of time. I would I would concede to that. I work five jobs God, and my time flies by. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm on I'm getting close to the speed of light wow. every time I add a job. Now geez, th- so it's like over in the blink of an eye. Yes. Five years is I've been at the uh, at this one job for five years. And it just seems like I've been there for two seconds. Wow. That is some crazy stuff. This, this, all right, this theory fits into my lifestyle because first, it's cheap Mm -hmm. and I make tons of money doing Mm -hmm. it. Yep. Because I have so many jobs and it works. I'm going to be retired before you know it. And it'll only seem like minutes. So, in your mind, this is a level of control that you have over time. Time. Now, how do you put the brakes on? How do if you're in control of it, how do you slow time? Well, well, probably one would be to uh, get into trouble, maybe at a hospice house and get arrested, (laughs) and end up in jail. Where you're sitting around doing nothing, mm-hmm. waiting for a court appearance. Yep. That never shows up, or your oh well, that's like stopping gets, time. Oh. And your paperwork gets screwed up at the court, and you have to stay even longer. You know, uh, I hate it when that happens. I know it happens to me all the time. <laughs> so, no, it's just the you know what, and this this is the uh, the uh, problem with retirement that you slow down time because I, you're no longer working. Well, I think that's... Day, that's days drag. Kind of a, a gift. Um, yeah. Because they say time flies when you're having fun, but, I mean, I think it's possible to be having fun and then stop in the moment and just, you know, that whole saying, stop to smell the roses. You, yeah. If you are doing something you enjoy and the time is flying, you can stop and take a look around and kind of... Dr- Put the brakes Drink on. it all in. And yes. try to experience it at another level. I've I've done that. I routinely do that when I'm I'm enjoying myself so much that I I have to stop and say, okay, I'm I'm going to enjoy this one little moment. Gillette Stadium. Did you yes, stop? Absolutely. I I took a moment at Gillette Stadium. Missed several moments, as a matter of fact. Yes. And I stopped to kind of take it all in. Take it all in, and it was an incredible experience. But insane. I do that with my kids sometimes. I did. I did it today. We yes. uh, we took fishing poles outside and we practiced casting for fish, and it was Little one of those animals with with a hook. Well, yeah, until the bees chased us. But <laughs> okay. But before that, there was a you know you stop and you you never know when you're not going to have that moment again. So you have to think about what am I doing right now and how important is this to me and. So, yeah, I, I agree that you have that ability to slow your perception of time. It's, yes. it's the non-traditional time travel that you, you can talk about. The, if you, the normal, I'm going to think, I'm going to talk about time travel is like to go back to a period in the past where you can relive things over and over and over. You're talking yes. time travel as in our perception of it and whether it's fast or whether it's slow. Yes, and what and it only works going forward. Correct. 
I haven't gone to the point where I figured out how to go backwards in time. Well, we we talked about this last week in the podcast. Um, if you were to go back in time, what period of time would you go back to? Where would you go? And I, I realize I'm saying this to you and you haven't had an opportunity to listen to it because the podcast has not come out. But when this podcast airs, that podcast will yes. already have come out. So you'll know what I'm talking about. However, oh, I, I would know. See, this I, is, I have the answer right here. This is a form of time travel that we're doing right now. We're talking about exactly. it as if it happened, however it yes. happened. Yes, I so, have the answer. If you were to be able to have the the ability to just blink and be back in your body with your consciousness back to a certain time, where yes. would you go and what would you do? I would go back to uh, biblical times with Jesus. Um, I I don't know if I ever told you the whole story, but I, I really can't get into it because it's lengthy. But you know, I am a Christian and. Not that I I need to see Jesus to prove it, because I was healed, mm-hmm. and I know for sure. Uh, but just to to sit there and listen to his teachings live would be awesome. To listen to his podcast? Yes. Why doesn't he have a podcast? Well, he's ascended, and yeah, when you've exactly. ascended, you don't trouble yourself i don't know well he comes back he's he's come back in the uh, book of acts he was he came back and and uh doubting thomas there's a story about him doubting whether this was jesus and jesus showed him his uh his uh holes in his you know palms of his hands and stuff Mm -hmm. so um and he was able to walk through a door that was closed wow so, um, so he came back in spirit form. So we'll see. Um, okay. So let me let me let me give you a, I guess a better way to put it. You have to go back into your body. You okay. can't go back to a time that right. existed before you. You have to go back to a time when you existed. I well, that that would be easy. Um, um, I don't know if you remember what happened to my father. No. In the mystery, it was a mystery about his death. I I do not know. And uh, I, do we have enough time to to tell you the quick story? I've got as much time as you want. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna be up all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This the all right. So uh, I um, this takes place up in uh, northern Maine. Okay. I am the age of two. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, my father was down in the logging camps of Bangor. Okay. As a cook, it, you know he would cook for log loggers. Yep. And uh, this took back uh, took place in 1965. Um, he gets my mother takes him to court for child support. Okay. And he first. Uh, talks to his well first off my father and his, uh came from a large family they had i think 10 or 12 kids mm-hmm. it, uh my grandparents were um uh had a lot of kids but couldn't afford them all so they would farm them out okay to other family members and it was just him and his uh uh young uh younger sister that lived with his uh, uh family Okay. And uh, they would uh, have to forage in the woods for food. Um, They were that poor. They would be sent to uh, school with no shoes. Mm -hmm. You know, that poor. Yeah, that's awful. Of course, yeah, it was awful. Well, he was very close to his sister, and he had called her and said that um, he was coming back up to go to court and that that he was going to get settled and then, and then, get behind him so he goes up to the court and he um, gets an argument with the with the judge and he upsets the judge who um, sentences him to contempt of court okay yep and um, and then he and and I don't know the whole story but he ended out a window falling out a window to his death man that's so terrible who 
I don't I'm not sure if it happened in the courthouse or while they were bringing him back to the jail so uh, and I've done some research but I need to get up there and try and get some information from the courthouse records or something like that mm-hmm so but uh, so I'd like to go back and uh, discover but would I have to be two years old because I wouldn't discover much well you'd go back in time everything that you know now you go back into your body with so if you went into your infant self your infant self would know everything that you know now yeah but would I I wouldn't be able to talk I know much you know because I'm uh, only two years old I think you know two-year-olds talk they you know they I was a late bloomer with that I think it around two I started talking yeah so you know you could just be you know you'd have to or maybe I could just view things but I wouldn't be there because uh, obviously somebody was watching me while my mother was in court hmm that would be you know who knows if I was an adult if I could go back as an adult that would be much better yeah yeah so so when you put that that question to somebody going back in time you really don't want to be two years old you want to be at a at a level that you can get around and and find out things right right well and this was a question that we had posed at work where yeah. if if you could if there was a time machine sure that you could go back to back in time to whenever the time machine was in you know any time during this time machine's existence but you could only go back in time during this time machine's existence and you had to use that time machine the day the moment that that time machine came online yes it would be a mad rush of people mad rush of people and some people would say that you can't go past the time that the time machine was invented like you had to have the time machine already present at the time to go back to yes that is partially the plot of the movie primer have you ever seen that maybe but i don't think so that is a really 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 good that is probably the best movie that uses time travel because it's about i mean obviously time travel is not real but scientifically okay Uh, well I say obviously but scientifically if time travel had been discovered you would imagine that people from the future or people from the past are here maybe they are here we just don't know it maybe that's why the population has grown so much is because all these people have come to this time period to live can I just blow your mind because something came to me okay what what came to you all right get ready for your mind to be blown i'm ready what if the government's already discovered time travel but they're not telling anybody and they're going back and changing time oh they're changing events events and they're not telling anybody well what can can i tell you something yes listen to this spacex Mm-hmm. have this uh, spaceship uh, they were doing a a um, hopper thing you know it hops and it was going to be an untethered test of the engines mm-hmm. and one day I read that it had failed it, it had caught it was spewing out uh, flames and in the wrong places and and uh, the the test was was uh, uh, stopped because of that the next day i read that it was a total success Mm. so do you think time time travelers came back and changed the test to be successful yes and within 24 hours now why would they not come back to a time where they had to change the story why wouldn't they just come back in time to the point where they didn't just make they it? They did change the story. I just remembered the old story that I read. Maybe you're a time traveler. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe you're one of them. Well, I don't <laughs> want to say. My lawyers have told me to be quiet on that. Um, well, let's let's um, switch gears because yes. I know that you have a, a, a huge one that you want to talk about. Yes. 
It has to do with some astro beings. Beings. Oh, are you? You're not talking about uh, what I saw at at the work. Uh, You you tell me. We we've talked about a couple of things. And I, I just wanted to give a little teaser, but if there's more than one thing to talk about, I'm all ears. Well, the thing is, it depends on, uh, I don't know if you um, want to talk about what I saw at where you work. Oh. Do you remember that? I remember that. I And I don't have a problem as long as we... As long as we don't use anybody else's name. No. And we we're don't... We're not using names. We're not using where. It's just yes. Gonna... Let's, let's be as nonspecific as possible, but still tell the story. Yes. Exactly. So let's just say that... Okay. So Linwood worked at the, at the jail with me. Yeah. And I was in a position to watch cameras. Wow. And Linwood was in a position to be in a dark most certainly haunted place of the jail yes and what did you see well i um we had two major people in in max can i use the word max sure yeah so um one was a major drug dealer and we were told no phone calls because they were still um rounding up his posse okay and he was furious so you could feel the e- e- not uh, evil but hatred mm-hmm. was pouring out of him. You could actually feel it, and he's you know banging on doors and he's wanting his phone call because he thinks he deserves his phone call. Mm-hmm. And then we also had another inmate that was on suicide watch, and uh, he was violent. Mm-hmm. So, um, my, our relief back then, you, on laid outs, you could have only one officer in max. They've changed that since. Um, so I offered to stay and help because at the beginning of every, um, shift, you've got to search your suicide watch. Mm-hmm. So, so I offered to, to stay and, um, help with that because I didn't want him to do that alone. And so he does his head count, and as he's doing his head count, he runs into the drug dealer who's uh, who's, who's uh, wants to talk to him, and he's occupying says, well, his time. Yes, but he says, "Well, I gotta get this head count done. I'll talk to you after I'm done." And so he finishes it, and I'm at the desk, and it's facing that door mm-hmm. where the um, um, drug dealer day room is and then on my right is stairs going up Mm -hmm. to the second floor and then above me is a camera looking directly at that stairs yep yeah now if you put the suicide guy and the drug dealer and you put a line they meet right underneath where uh, the stairs are Mm mm-hmm and you can feel the hate in both of these people. So, um, so he goes to talk to the drug dealer, and as he's opening the door to the day room, out of the corner of my eye, I see a ball, an orb. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. You, you you see orbs in pictures, and they're really small, and and you're gonna say they're bugs and stuff. This was a foot in diameter. Now, if I'd only seen that for uh, the couple of minutes that I saw it, I would say I was seeing things. Right. So he comes back from talking, and I tell him, I just saw a ball of light underneath those stairs. And um, so we go do this uh, search of the uh, suicide watch, and it went well. Nothing happens, and mm-hmm. I go home. Well, the next day, I talked to that officer, and uh, he said he checked the cameras. And he says that I, I'm sitting at the desk, and then I, all of a sudden, I'm gone. You yep. don't see me getting up. You don't see me doing anything. So I go check it. 
I go to Master Control and I check it, and it's got five minutes of missing time mm -hmm. of video. And I talked to some other officers, and they all they've said that that happens when in fights they'll lose video. Can and what do you have in fights? You have anger. Hmm. Could that affect the electronics on a camera? Well, I can say, because I was the officer up in the area where I could view the camera, and I witnessed the time being gone. I saw yes. it with my own two eyes. Yeah. So I couldn't and tell you what it is. I, I, I'll tell you, I checked all the other cameras in that facility, and none of them were missing time. Only so the was, one that was there. Yes. So was it some kind of fluke where the camera was shooting out? A ball of light? I don't think so. Because cameras don't really shoot light out, do they? I don't think so. They, they take light in, and that's how they record. Right. But what you saw was something completely different. Yes. Well, I've... And I, I had talked to another uh, inmate around that time. And he had... Um, uh, he had told me... It was in a different part of the jail... And uh, he told me that he was on his uh, bed, and this happened a couple times, that a ball of light appeared in his cell, and it actually had an effect on the sheets that he was on his bed that was causing him to move. Like he was scared? or let No, he wasn't scared, but that, that, that this ball of light... Well, he might have been scared, I don't know. But the, uh, the ball of light that was there was actually had some like a wind or something or, oh. you know, causing the actual sheets to move well if there was ever a place to be haunted yeah you can imagine yes because there's a lot of effects in in uh, any jail or prison so but uh yeah well i was uh, that is fascinating i was talking about your moon picture that you sent to me oh yes <laughs> yes. Well, the thing is, that's my second love, and um, the the um, I'm hoping to get on uh, uh, another podcast called Bigfoot. Where are you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and uh, but this, uh, you know, uh, I go back to this. Uh, you know, anybody can go out in the woods looking for Bigfoot. Anybody. It takes a special person to where I specialize is in other worlds, like the moon or Mars. So what you're insinuating is Bigfoot is on the moon? Possibly. There, there have been reports here on Earth where UFOs and Bigfoot are seen together. Well, maybe the aliens yeah. are Bigfoots, Sas Sasquatches. Exactly. I mean, it, you go to your favorite uh, uh, Star Wars trilogy. You know, one of the major stars. That's right. Bigfoot. Yep. So maybe they know something that we don't know. Yes. And um, you know the movie E.T.'s? Not not E.T.'s. Um, the uh, one where um, the UFO movie um, oh, close, come to me. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes. That one. Some people say that's not fiction. That really happens. Well, I'd, I, I want to believe. Yes, definitely. <laughs> oh, I mean, there are so many planets out there. You tell me there's not another planet out there that has come up with life and has figured out, and they're older. The problem with us, and I'm going to tell you this, is I believe the human race has evolved multiple times they just end up uh, killing themselves off they get to the part where they get nuclear weapons and I believe they've they've done this before and there's kind of some proof in India mm -hmm. where these um, this type of glass or something that's created can only be created in a nuclear explosion okay is and uh and this stuff has been around before we had nuclear weapons. Really? So 
Well, there is the Fermi Paradox. Are you familiar yeah. with the Fermi Paradox? Sounds familiar, but Well, it's, it's it's basically if there were aliens, if there were other species out there beyond Earth, we would have heard of them by now. We would have discovered wow. them and heard from them by now. Oh, yes, yes. You talked about this on yep. the show. And then there's another one called the Great Filter, and that's that there have been other races of intelligent life. They just kill themselves off. So yes. we we haven't been able to see them because the ones that have created a civilization that we could see, they've all died off. And yeah. we're the next. We're, we're going to be part of our own Great Filter. But I, I would disagree on one thing is that the uh, we have heard from them. The government uh, is not letting us know that because <laughs> they fear that the, the, the that it would dissolve uh, dissolve civilization if we knew that we weren't the only ones here. Well, don't you think it would? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I, I think they they use that as an excuse, and that um, you telling me, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of years, probably a thousand years. How long? When was Jesus around? Uh, two thousand years, over two thousand years ago. Yep. We were we were still with horse and buggy back then. Chariots mm-hmm. they used back then. Up until the twentieth uh, century, all of a sudden we decide uh, to uh, build cars and spaceships and computers. All of a sudden, over thousands of years, we we haven't advanced, and then all of a sudden we jump. Well, that all we can go back to Ben Franklin flying that kite with the key at the end yeah. of it, right? Exactly. <laughs> Blaming on Ben Franklin. Might as well. Yeah, exactly. He can't defend himself, you know. <laughs> Unless we time travel back and tell him yeah. about it. But well, only I... in our lifetime, though. Maybe he could time travel forward to us. Yes, there you go. I think well, that is that, a... Uh, but but why don't we go to heaven and ask him personally? Well, we could send a message. That's probably yes. our best bet, is to yeah. flatline exactly. with a message to get to Ben Franklin. Hey, man, how many, what's up? How many, how many times can we flatline before the people up in heaven say, you know, this is getting old. <laughs> don't do this again. We're not going to let you back. Well, I suppose. I mean... Yeah. Is it up to them? They can do whatever they want. Yeah, they're in heaven. Exactly. What are they going to do? Bring it. Uh, Yeah. All right. I think that is a great opportunity for us to to end our podcast for the day. Thank you. Why don't you um, fill everybody in what's going on in your life here? I understand um, you've got some nuptials coming up. Is there Uh, a date set? No, but we're in the process. We do. uh, We've been... uh, doing some marriage counseling uh-huh which i re- uh, highly recommend let's yep, start it off right that's right and um i've got my fa- finances situated so that's fantastic you got i love five that jobs yeah that is that is i i i preach it to everybody I, that'll listen to me that get debt free it yes. is it is one of the most freeing things you'll ever do in your life can i just say one thing of course you may you must everybody who listens to this should have emergency fund yes set up that enables you to cut those credit cards because that's what people are using for emergency funds mm-hmm. they're using credit cards because they don't have money in the bank to pay for emergencies and people don't know what emergencies are exactly. people think that uh, the tires running out on your car is an emergency. You, no. The tires on your car are something that you can expect. Maintenance. That's right. Maintenance that's fund. Different. But that's that's for my finance podcast that I haven't yes. done yet. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. We'll go for that. I, I would love to listen to that because I'm All right. that stuff. Okay. So, um, no, uh, just uh, uh, watch out for me on the uh, Bigfoot Where Are You? webcast all right yeah and um too bad you don't have a facebook for this you could post the the prints of the bigfoot that i sent you <laughs> i do actually have a facebook for the masters of profundication i just yes can you I, put that on there i will for, i'll, I'll for put that right up to there see? yep 
I will. Uh, if, for anybody listening, uh, Linwood has provided for me a photographic proof of a footprint on the, on moon, the moon of Bigfoot. Of Bigfoot. Yes. Yep. And I will post it to the page yes. and, uh, and it, it'll blow people's minds. Yes. Was your mind blown today? Absolutely. It was, I, I, I'm not going to be able to sleep. Yeah, uh, exactly. Blame it on me. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. and um, you, we usually sign off. So can I get you to sign off? Well, uh, I'll, I'll start. I'll say I'm Tom with them and uh, dip me in your money milk. Yeah. I'm uh, Linwood Rideout, uh, Bigfoot Hunter. Okay. In foreign right. worlds. All right. Well, we'll talk again soon, okay? Yeah. It was good. I had fun. I did too. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.